You're listening to Unbreakable Success, Episode 40. Welcome to Unbreakable Success, where each episode gives you the experts and perspectives to evolve your success in mind, body, and wealth. My name is Aaron Keith Hawkins, and I have over 20 years of leadership experience as a public servant and as an entrepreneur. And now, my mission is your success. Before we get started today, I need to offer you a gift to support you even beyond today's episode, because the truth is we've got to elevate our relationships, our influence. We've got to generate quality control over our fears and emotions. We've got to learn how to make sense out of our own behavior and the behavior of the people around us. The good news is I'm personally giving you my best advanced training to achieve all of this absolutely free for 30 days in Unbreakable Success Academy. Just go to AaronKeithHawkins.com forward slash join free. That's AaronKeithHawkins.com forward slash join free. I can't wait to meet you inside. All right, everyone, welcome back to Unbreakable Success. We are very fortunate to have a really, really one of my quickly, someone who's quickly become one of my favorite people, Carolyn Stokes. She's an executive headhunter, headhunter, certified executive coach, uh, an EQ trainer. She has her own podcast called The Emotionally Intelligent Recruiter. Uh, she's a contributor for Forbes, Venture Beat, Undercover Recruiter, Huffington Post. And she is uh, someone who has a lot of insight to share with us about specifically emotional intelligence as it, as it applies to our work life and obviously the bleed over into our personal lives. Uh, there's a lot to get from our discussion with Carolyn. I love talking with her uh, even before we got on the air today. So Carolyn, welcome and thank you so much for sharing a little bit of time with us today. How are you doing? Thank you, Aaron. I'm really well. Uh, I'm absolutely delighted to be spending more time with you again. Yeah, this is uh, this is going to be fun. I'm, I'm, I was really stoked when I woke up this morning and uh, and saw us scheduled to have this chat today. So for those that don't know you, I'd love to get a little bit of a casual intro, a little bit more in the formal uh, stuff that I gave a minute ago. So what is the what is the day in the life for for you as it comes to you and the work you're doing uh, these days? <laughs> Funnily enough, I answered that question on a on a mastermind group this morning because we were asked the first que the, the the question was what's the first thing you're going to do? What's the first goal you have to achieve? Yeah. And I just looked at that question and said, first, I can't just focus on first. There's so <laughs> much to yes. do, and there are just so many different things that are ongoing, yeah. and it's just it's just a constant. And the way I was able to describe it is. Uh, Nothing, everything is fluid, everything yeah. moves and everything changes, everything shape shifts. And just to give you an example, my son was in hospital, in and out of hospital for six weeks. Mm. And when he was in and out of hospital, my big, hairy, audacious goal to uh, start writing my book uh, for half a day every single day during mm. the third week in December was completely obliterated. My time to focus on uh, creating a course specifically for recruiters for the emotionally intelligent. Mm. For emotionally for recruiters to become more emotionally intelligent was mm -hmm. obliterated and all of a sudden I have to go okay so what is it that I need to work on first and what I need to work on first is to focus on various searches for my clients in Montreal and in uh, San Francisco and some of those searches are very specific with creative companies to find their a senior talent that's going to move their company forward that are in the cloud uh, for the creatives that work with them so it's so when you say what's a normal day
day, a normal day is really being able to evaluate what is the priority yeah. and and to sit with it like a cat twitching uh, whilst <laughs> looking out a window, looking at a bird uh, through a glass mirror, <laughs> a, a glass window and going, okay, you know, I want to get that, but I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, there's something happening that I can't deal with right now, and and dealing with with that in the moment and not getting frustrated with it. So, a normal day in, in my life is really kind of juggling the emotionally intelligent recruiter, uh, which I'm very passionate about, which is about moving, helping to move recruiters forward in the AI age, yeah. uh, because there's going to be some serious changes uh, in 2018 and beyond. And uh, with uh, Forward, which is my uh, senior headhunting company, specifically looking for uh, the, the very hard to find candidates and talent to move a company forward. Mm -hmm. I, I I do that as well. And I, I have a great team of people internationally that, that work in both of those areas as well. So that's it in a nutshell. Yeah, you have, you know what, I, I, I'm very inspired by people like you who seem to have this, this endless energy. And you can be into so many things and, and juggling, you know, home and a personal life and in multiple aspects of uh, a mission, for lack of a better word, because you work with organizations that are seeking talent. Uh, you work with recruiters who are helping organizations uh, yeah. find that talent for them. And you also work with leaders uh, to help them to create uh, imp improvements and changes in their own organizations. So to to really watch you juggle this in a way that's so eloquent is it's it's inspiring because i know that you know everyone listening out there we all have our own uh various numbers of hats that we juggle whether it's at home and at and at work so um you know seeing someone like you who's doing so many great things uh it's nice to be able to relate to it and uh see it being done really well so um Let's let's jump back a bit if we could, because obviously right now, you know, if someone would go to your, you know, your face on the web, the the Carolyn Stokes uh, website, they would see the the work you do as as a headhunter and as a, a as someone who trains recruiters and an executive coaching. But how did this how did this evolve for you? Because obviously, you know, none of us started out doing exactly what we're doing today. We all have a journey. So, um, you know, if you can give us a little uh, insight into how you evolved into the work that you've you've created for yourself and this this business that you've created um, because really it's yours and obviously you had your own reasons for evolving into into the space that you're in right now so let, let it can you let us know a little bit about what that was like starting out Mm, it was painful whenever you're, <laughs> <laughs> whenever you're trying to give birth to something yeah. and you're constantly questioning yourself and you're constantly thinking you're insane and mm -hmm. it's uh, it's it's very hard to articulate at the time what it is that you want to do and yes. it's there's a lot of searching around in your head yes. uh, for that it's it's not an easy process by any stretch of the imagination uh, back in the 90s when I was at school I, and college, I was very, very interested in human resources, very interested in marketing. Mm -hmm. And 
unknowingly at that time I was very interested in coaching and I would I would find myself kind of wanting to have deep and meaningful conversations with people mm-hmm. specifically about you know what is it that they want to do with their lives and you know helping them to connect the dots to make to work that out and I I did that without realizing that that was a thing called coaching yeah and one day or I'll, actually I'll, I'll I'll jump back a bit a bit uh before I get to my one day kind of comment mm-hmm. but it was around about the time when I I, I was in marketing and I was working for Sony launching the PlayStation around about the mid 90s and around about that time I this this is my big aha moment in my life that I can never kind of lose in my mind which is that I was looking around the room and I could see people that weren't compatible for the role they weren't being trained in their current role or mm. they were deeply dissatisfied or they didn't know how to lead or whatever you know whatever kind of worst case scenarios that that, that there were primarily yeah. because there, were, there weren't any leadership programs and uh, back in the 90s it just wasn't was really quite unheard of yeah. and um, I just remember then thinking okay there's, there's something wrong here. We're not marketing the company right for talent acquisition. We're not working with individuals to develop their abilities and so on and so forth. So I, and then combine that with marketing, I realized actually companies need to develop their employer brand. They need to be able to learn how to attract and retain, retain their uh, the talent that they have and encourage them to really develop the, the, the best work that they, they can do and to keep them motivated motivated and keep, to keep them engaged mm-hmm. so when you combine all of that 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 I found very very important uh, around about that same time I had a big issue with the recruitment process now fast forward 20 years later and the recruitment process is uh, and, and industry has evolved dramatically it's 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 not the same Mm-hmm. However, uh, h- human beings are very similar in the sense <laughs> that they have the the same uh, capacity to handle stress and or not handle stress, I should say, and it shows up in their interactions with candidates, mm. or they're unable to think about how to do a search strategically because, again, they're they're, they're just working in a scattergun way because they're they're expected to create results in a heartbeat, yeah. and not being able to really manage their stress, uh, which impacts on their decision making and uh, in- impacts as well on their interpersonal relationships with candidates through to hiring managers through to you know clients so there's just this big and they're all combined they're all integrated uh, but yeah. it wasn't until I was working as a headhunter and a partner with a company uh, that I that really started my headhunting uh, career over 10 years ago and I was having a conversation with someone and they said uh, and I was trying to find find them a job at the time a mm-hmm. uh, really nice guy and he said to me Caroline will you be my coach oh, wow. and I know I was just, cool. uh, I wasn't a coach I wasn't a coach at that time that's really cool <laughs> And I said, uh, no, I don't think I can be because I'm not a coach. <laughs> but thanks. Thanks very much for that. But funnily enough, and I said, whilst we were having the conversation, I started Google searching and I said, whilst you're talking, I'm just going to do some Google searching on this. <laughs> and that's that's when I then within within a month, I had signed myself up for an executive coaching course and that completely changed my life. So uh, that that helped me decide at around about the same time that I identified that the recruiting industry 
needed support at the same time that I really wanted to adapt and evolve the executive headhunting company with a different style of search as well as coaching at 90 days once they've been placed in in the role and just just change everything and yeah. uh yeah so some some powerful conversations with with people where you just don't know you're having a powerful conversation with at the time when people ask you questions yeah it is that is so true it, and out of many many really powerful things you just said there one thing that really caught my caught my ear and i'm hoping everybody else is uh, everyone else noticed it as well is you know you were in a position where you know you had started out heading towards an you were in an interest that you had initially but while you were there working in it you noticed another void in as far as how uh, you know where some gaps were uh, in the in the industry and you stepped into to fill that need and it's funny when you talk about people being stuck in uh, places that they're they're really not ideal for them uh-huh. and I, I man I know so many people whether they're entrepreneurs or they're in the traditional workplace you know they find themselves in the same place and they feel like that they for whatever reason there's like this rule where they're not allowed to move from there once they're in it for you know everybody has their own time frame well i've, I've spent i've invested three years so i can't do anything else or 10 years mm-hmm. i can't do anything else and i love that you that you spelled out though that you you simply saw a need and decided to go towards it mm-hmm. and and in a, as simplistic as that may sound, it's something that many people are resistant to, and uh, I, I'm sure you've experienced this in in your own journey along the way. People, you know, hesitating to change what they're doing, and even if they, even if they know that there's there's something else that they can do, uh, that they're that they're passionate about, or they they feel drawn towards. Oh. So so so. And I like yeah. yeah. Go ahead. I like what you're saying there because you're right. It's it's if you see a void and you see something that you want to fix and yeah. you want to be a part of that movement or you want to change, it is about having the guts to explore. And I have to say that exploration was painful. Yeah, it's not easy, and to to it took years to be able to really identify what is it that I want to do. And you have mm-hmm. to gain the experience. And for for many. It, a, a lot of people will say, "Oh, I just don't. I'm not interested in doing that for for so many years to get to that point." And you know what? That's fine. Yeah. Had I gone in and said, "Okay, I know that it's going to take me ten years to get to the point where I'm having a conversation with Aaron because I've got to this point," I would have I would have said, "No, that's too long. I, I'm too comfortable where I am. I yeah. like being comfortable doing what I'm doing, even though it annoys me." Um, or, but sometimes the the passion and the drive is so strong it cannot be ignored or you ignore it for a number of years and it just eats you up and that's what that's what i found it was doing it was eating me up i wasn't happy Mm -hmm. and i i really needed to do something about it and the only way to do something about it is to start with one single step yeah that that's that is so um that's a really profound insight because it's funny because the way you know you verbalized and you you i appreciate your candor in saying that the process of of getting to where you are today was painful um and i think for many people that's what they're afraid of but you you also mentioned that if you stay where you are if and you know it's not the place you're supposed to be 
that's also painful because it, it eats you up inside. Mm -hmm. um, exactly. Which pain would you prefer? Would you yeah. prefer the adventurous pain yeah. where you're exploring, you're pushing boundaries, you're making making mistakes, yeah. working things out, being being able to you know find your way through things, mm -hmm. which means learning constantly. You have yes. to have that learner mindset. Yes. Uh, or do you want to stay in the same position for 20 years and, mm -hmm. and maybe um, keep staying with that? I mean, there are lots of people that, excuse me, that do that on a regular basis, whereby they will stay with an organization for 20 years because they know that they're going to get fantastic pensions. They yes. know that they're going to get, uh, they've got that, that reliability. Mm -hmm. uh, so what they, what they do is that they, they will do various courses outside of that and they will have their own game plan. Yeah. I probably took the riskier option. I'm not suggesting people do take the riskier option. Um, it could have failed. And, but you know, there's always going to be a, a plan B and a plan C if you do fail, if yeah. you know, there's always going to be other ideas that might, stem from that uh and and that's that's just how it is i mean for example when i first started forward i had a recruitment uh kind of uh add-on there but it was too soon it yeah. was just too soon and uh it and it's it, it wasn't it was more focused on employer branding and and uh and it and it's evolved significantly from that so there it was a mistake but it just kept coming back and it keeps coming back to you if you wake yeah. up in the morning and you're thinking about it or you know these thoughts come come to you and you're you're scribbling down what 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 i i'll give you an example when i um uh, I remember having a conversation with one of my team members and she was absolutely furious with the idea that you you could do um, video interviews, uh, the pre-recorded <laughs> video re resumes and send yeah. them out or, or something along those lines. And I said, okay, to c convert that fury into an article and, and explain why doing a Snapchat style interview resume isn't going to be impactful or it isn't going to in 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 enhance your um, candidate 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 branding or whatever mm -hmm. and she, that was her passion piece was it my wow. passion piece not at all but yeah. it was really interesting everybody has their own passion piece and what what you verbalize is what you're passionate about and it's important that people kind of identify that as the trick as a as a as a as a tell to help you identify where you need to go in life yeah, yeah it's, it is that is so true I'm, I'm, I'm curious um for you because i know for everyone you know everyone has their own their own specific desires or needs, their beliefs. But what what was the as you were going through this learning process to build your 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 company, your companies as you, as you run them now? Uh, mm -hmm. What was the what were the pain points for you during the process? Was it the uncertainty of, of you know what you were going to evolve into, or was it the you know just just hitting some roadblocks that you had to figure out? What what were the main things that that were painful for you and why was it all still so worth it for you during that time? <laughs> oh, thank you for that question. <laughs> this is fun. Um, okay. So... You don't have to mention them all. Just, 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 you know, I have okay, to ask. I'll, I'll, I'll hold back. Okay. So right, right at the very beginning, I just felt a huge satisfaction after I had launched my website and I told yeah. everybody that uh, Forward was going to be, was launched. And I said to my husband at the time, you know, I could die tomorrow happy because I've done what I set yeah. out to achieve. Uh, then the stress point really is revenue. 
Yeah. And people trusting you to to work with you even though you've got a great reputation. Yeah. And fortunately there was there was there were quite a few clients that wanted to work with me and that's absolutely fantastic, but that uncertainty mm-hmm. uh cr- creates pain not just from a revenue perspective and you know bank balance perspective as to whether or not you're going to be able to put food figuratively on the table but from an ego perspective as well you know you can your ego be damaged with this even though lots of people say oh yes this is the right thing this is the right thing for you etc and you got some great feedback and from from various people in various sectors to kind of confirm and validate that what you're doing is the right thing there's still that uncertainty which is very hard to get rid of uh, unless you have a, a huge ego <laughs> or, or some serious blind spots that you think to yourself okay uh, uh, is the business definitely going to be coming through and the business did come through so there was there was a lot of business coming through but you're working the craziest and longest of hours that's yeah. in, in any startup mode you are working crazy hours and then you're having to mentally another pain point is mentally working out um, how much of your time needs to be spent on strategy, how much needs to be spent on hands-on tactical, and what type of people you need to work with um, and bring on board to support you and, you and and your quest and to find people that are in love uh, with that, with that, yeah. with those ideals as well. So it's, it's a balance and it, it, it completely consumes your mind. So I will, I will say that from a, from a pain perspective, you don't get a vacation from it. Your brain is completely fixated. It's like the the, the deepest, most passionate love affair you'll ever have because <laughs> you're you're trying yeah. to make this work more yeah. than an, anything else. So so I'd say that they those were the the greatest pain points at that particular time, and. Uh, talking about time time is also one of the greatest pain points i often say we need a 14 day week we need a 36 hour day um everything moves so fast we need we need uh we need to do more with less but really we need to provide more so it's it's complex but the more you think about it the more you're able to work out solutions and think think about what solutions everyone needs it 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 all kind of makes sense uh when 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 you're working on it so the pain points become a lot less yeah you know i i so appreciate your your honesty and transparency with that with with that because i can guarantee you probably 99 percent of the people listening as soon as you said you know the revenue and figuring things out everybody just starts nodding their head because you know, we we all deal with that in our in our own way when starting when we're so, when we're starting something brand new that's ours. It's one of those things, uh, from my own experience, it can feel like it's just me dealing with this. But in reality, it is so many um, you know people with that entrepreneurial spirit that are that have this thing that they know they need to build. But they also know they have to deal with the challenges of building it, and and I'm I'm curious if you could describe if you could describe what made it worth it for you though. Even though their challenges were there, obviously it was worth it for you because you kept doing it and you succeeded at it. Um, what was driving you to keep to keep going, knowing that you needed to do this? There's no other option. This is yeah. my this is my this is my drive and my quest. That yeah. um, to quote Simon Sinek and David Mead, they've got the new book Find Your Why. And I interviewed yes. uh, David Mead actually on um, 
on, on my podcast quite recently, finding your why is hugely important. Yeah. And I went through one of their courses, actually, because sometimes you need to be revalidated that you're doing the right yes. thing. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and it's like, hold on a second, let me just check in with myself and I'll do a Myers Briggs every now and again to see yeah. whether or not I, I still have that Crusader style, uh, you know, uh, makeup and yeah. all of these different aspects. It's like, who am I? What am I doing? And yeah. am I doing the right thing? And every single, t and going back to finding your why or the importance of your why uh, is, is hugely important. And mm -hmm. uh, there's no other there's nothing else i would rather do i think yeah. that is the most important thing there is nothing else i would rather do and again if i would die if i die tomorrow if i'm told you know i go to the doctor and i'm told that i have terminal cancer and i've got six months to live i'm going to say you know what i did exactly what yeah. i wanted to do and i've made an impact in 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 helping recruiters identify that they need to develop their emotional intelligence so they can perform a lot better uh, and i've impacted other companies as well in in a way that you know they come back to me and they say we really love working with you. We want to work with you again. L really like your style and your transparency and even with, with candidates as well. Yeah. Uh, I received an email last night. Yes, it was a Saturday night. And yes, I was working because as, as, as I've stated earlier, it is this intense love affair that I have. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's an intense love. And um, somebody said, I, you know, that, that they wanted me to keep in touch with them because they like the way I approach them. They like yeah. the communication style. And that says a lot in this day and age when people are spammed and they're yes. contacted and they're reached out to and people can be very short they can mm -hmm. be very transactional and um you know so so i'm i'm kind of living living my intention which i don't think i had fully realized even 10 years ago uh, yeah. and it's a it's a constant learning process yes. you've got to have that you know got to, got to keep working on it and tweaking it Actually, just to add, and I know I'm, I'm, I have, I've got this constant rambling, but there's one thing no, that <laughs> I've got that comes up on a regular basis. Uh, that I the, the the question kind of comes up on a regular basis uh, for me that I have on calendar. It just it just pops up, which is what am I? What's not working right now for you? And it's just a question that comes up and I think about it. It's okay, what's not working? Okay, this isn't working, this isn't working, this isn't working. What do I need? And then the next question to myself, obvious question to myself is, what am I going to do about it? Yeah. And it, when you have those that check-in, it really helps you avoid getting into the uh, routine whereby all of a sudden you're doing stuff that isn't on your core mission. Mm -hmm. And that, that to me is, is one of the most powerful questions that I ask myself uh, at I have somebody else ask me that question. It's it's a computer and it's it's very simple and yeah. very helpful and ha helps keep me focused. That that is so important. Those check-ins and and gosh, the check-ins can happen so many different ways. Like you know, for your like you were saying, putting it in your your calendar so you're automatically getting that self check-in. Mm -hmm. um, it but it is so important, and I think it's you know one of the biggest downfalls that I see, and, and I, I dealt with it myself years ago. Is just not checking in and just staying on those those proverbial rails and just coasting not realizing how much time is flying by and you've never really even checked in to see what's working for you what feels right what's giving you energy or draining your energy and making adjustments 
Um, mm-hmm. You know, because I, I like the, whole, the 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 big thing that got me on this path was you know what I, I had a, a medical collapse years ago, uh, where I found myself what I thought was checking out, and I realized that I had just been on those rails and I had not been checking in in a very uh, intentional way, and hmm. and you know to 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 face you know when we're lucky we have those moments that kind of wake us up and smack us in the head and say uh yeah time is flying by and you're you're not really doing what you want to be doing and you need to make some changes mm-hmm. um but so i appreciate you for por- for pointing that out that we have to check in uh either with ourselves or having a coach uh check in with us or a mastermind group like uh, like you mentioned earlier mm-hmm. um and preferably all of those ways you know, if, 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 speak, if I can speak from personal experience, that the more the merrier. <laughs> the mm-hmm. more, the oh, more time, the more time we spend checking in, whether it's in a group format or one-on-one uh, coaching interaction, or just conversations with people who are looking to accomplish, even if it's not the same things, but are looking to accomplish things in their own way that mm. are important to them. Uh, it makes such a huge, much a, such a huge difference, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, for the people listening, it's it's inspiring to hear you talk about finding your uh, purpose or your passion and, and developing this mission like this. And uh, it, one of the things I heard that that kind of made that process very simple because I hear it a lot, um, either directly people questioning me directly or hearing other people just voice the concern, like I don't know what my purpose is or my passion is. How do I find it? And I think you did it. You did a great job of describing it without without specifically describing it. Because I heard from, uh, when I read Mel Robbins' book recently, The Five Second Rule, mm-hmm. and she, she described, um, she, she actually, I was surprised to hear her touch on the topic of purpose uh, in, in considering what her book was about. But she described it as energy. You know, you, you you know you're finding your purpose when you're doing something that actually gives you energy as opposed mm-hmm. to having it, you know, sucked out of you. And it, it was as simple as it sounds. It, it, it felt so profound and so completely accurate for me because, you know, Carolyn, you're talking about uh, being willing to put in those those longer hours and, and hours on the weekends. Not, not that you're intentionally making it your life life's purpose to be working 24 seven but in those moments when you need to you can do it without feeling completely exhausted all the time because you're Uh doing what's important to you and 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 i think that you know you describing those things goes a long way into into saying that for people and i bring it up for for our listeners so that if you know, if you are one of those people wondering, you know, what's my purpose? What's, you know, what should I be doing? Because I know I need to make a change. I just don't know what it is. And like you said, Carolyn, you weren't 100% sure where things were going to go or how they were going to work out. But it sounds like you were going in the direction of your energy and what was giving you energy, you know, mentally and physically and made it important enough for you to keep going. And uh, that's a pretty cool thing. Uh, very cool thing for you to for you to share with us. So, um Gosh, uh, no, thank thank you for for sharing it and and pointing this stuff out for people because, (laughs) you know, I think one of the most important things we can do, you know, uh, success by definition is just, you know, accomplishing an aim or or a purpose um, for us. And many people are living successfully 
uh, with I'm using air quotes here <laughs> because they have the you know the stable income um, and you know they have a house and the two cars and two dogs and was it two and a half kids or whatever the stats are mm-hmm. these days, <laughs> but but it's not what they feel like is their aim or their purpose, mm. and and that is such a tragedy. Um, you know, if you really think about it, to be to be stable but not successful is uh, to me is just one of the scariest things we can do. Mm. Um, and mm. we all have to. We all have yeah, to walk I, mean, path. I, I will push back a little bit on that. Uh, yeah. So I remember having a conversation a little while ago, uh, well, some years ago now, with my landlord in in Vancouver, yes. and uh, I, I was I, I was having I was in mater- it was during mater- maternity leave. I should really put my teeth back in <laughs> during maternity leave, and uh, I I was going through that that whole process during maternity leave because in Canada you can take a, a year out okay. and in that process I remember saying to him I'm thinking about doing this or I'm thinking about doing that mm-hmm. and he looked at me He's he was 90 or something and was just absolutely fantastic he would cycle everywhere and was one of the fittest people I, I, I had ever come across at his age then oh, wow. he said well my daughter decided that she wanted to have three houses and she wanted to do this that and the other so mm-hmm. she decided that she would go into this line of finance business and there she, she had a, a goal whereby she it was very it was a life, lifestyle based mm-hmm. goal and she decided that to get there she had to take a role that I might consider or you might consider um, not very interesting or very exciting because mm-hmm. it was finance oriented but she in her own way is very satisfied with with that that yes. life that she has created for herself that yes. is what makes her happy so yeah. i think it's with regards to success it is all about everyone has their own definition of success oh, yeah. and Absolutely. um it's it's some people would be, may find that their job or their career isn't the be all and end all and you know having having that the house with the 2.5 kids and the dog and the you know a car etc is is what what makes them truly happy oh, absolutely. and and it's just and that maybe working you know part-time in a in a in a post office is yeah. is satisfies their yes. craving to yeah. connect with people and that that is their happy happy life yes. so it's one of those things where every everybody's definition of success is very different yeah. and um they're they're and it yeah, which I think is is probably the most interesting and most important thing to remember. Yeah. Uh, that if their definition of success is not being on email for four days of the week and not, you know, maybe being the workaholic style person that I am, that then fair play to them. I'm delighted. Yeah. If they're happy, I'm happy. Yeah, absolutely. And no, and I pr- I appreciate it, that you pointed it out because it, it is very true. You know, because it, it, for some people having that. Um, you know, to use your example of uh, that gentleman's daughter, who uh, she found satisfaction in in doing that financial work and ha- and having you know the houses and and having a particular structure to her life. You know, I, th- I think it comes back to what you mentioned earlier. It, it kind of circles us back to the check-in. You know, if you if we check in with ourselves, and that is really uh. the satisfaction that we want. You know, because we, you and I, could have we could be two different people with the same uh from the outside looking in it could appear we have the same things the house and and you know the children and and the pets and but for one of us 
we could be miserable inside. And for the other one, we could be completely happy because of what we built for ourselves. And I think it comes down to, you know, I love having these discussions. It comes down to, <laughs> to being willing to, to check in and be honest and say, is this the thing that makes you happy and makes you feel successful? And if it's yes, yes, go with it, regardless of what it is. But, and if it's not, you know, then, you know, that may be the time to start reevaluating and saying, like you said, Carolyn, what am I going to do about this? Uh-huh, so uh-huh. I, 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 uh, yeah, I definitely appreciate that conversation because I think mm. it comes down to not just what we look at, look like from the outside looking in or what people see or people notice. Really, um, to your point, we need to be willing to check in mm. and say, oh, is, is, this, is, this, is this working for me? And if not, what am I going to do about it? So, uh, yeah, I think that's a big, a big deal. Mm. So I remember I was going down the path of I want to be a coach because I've just been inspired to be a coach and uh, I headhunted somebody specifically to try and find out you know what what is it like to be a coach and she was in media and had is very, was very very successful and uh, I had a conversation with her and she mm-hmm. gave me a, a, a session a pro, like a pro bono session and it was one of the most interesting coaching conversations that I've ever had because mm. it's it wasn't a conversation that it, it helped me identify all of, you know all of my different skills or assets mm-hmm. she had a very distinct way of kind of coaching or exploring with me by asking me what do you want she did not stop on that question and it really wow. infuriated me because <laughs> I was saying I don't want anything I'm actually really happy doing what I'm doing and I was so angry at the end of the call <laughs> because it's like I don't want anything I'm really happy why stop doing that but my anger afterwards yeah. kind of lingered for about two weeks <laughs> <laughs> Well, at least you didn't hang on to it. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't hang on to it at all. But that helped me identify, actually, that yeah. there was something up. That mm. there was like for somebody to say, "Why aren't you happy?" or "What? Wh- why are? Why are you just satisfied? Uh, why aren't you exploring?" Even though she didn't say it in those ways, but I can I yeah. can contemplate it now. What 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 is it that you should be doing? And I had I had just developed. I had didn't again looking back i had such a fixed mindset mm. that this is how it is that it wasn't until that was thrown at me that i think that opened it up and it took a yeah. good while to mm. open that up from that particular point so i think the question what do you want is a question that everybody should also ask themselves yeah. because it helps everybody zero in on you know, to ask that question, what is it you want? Not necessarily what do you want out of this conversation? What mm-hmm. is it that you want to get out of today? What is it that you want to achieve in the next hour? Or what do you want to achieve by the end of the week? But what is it that you truly want? And answering that for a lot of people is actually very hard. Yes. Because there's a lot of the kind of selfishness associated with that. It's sometimes we think what we have is enough. And, and to me, what I have right now is enough. But I, I know that what I want is part of my big, hairy, audacious goal or my mission statement or my manifesto, mm-hmm. uh, my personal manifesto. So I, I've got that. And that's what I'm striving towards. So that's that's kind of an evolution of what do I want? Mm. That's 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 beautiful. That that's powerful too, because it, sometimes it's those, what sounds like the the simplest questions, um, can turn into the most 
profound and uh, <laughs> like like you uh, admittedly <laughs> described can be mm-hmm. exasperating and can take a while to to sink in and actually you know start really let the questions sink in so the answers can start uh, rising to the surface. Mm-hmm. That, it takes it takes a while for people, yes. uh, me included. Yeah. But but back in the day when I felt very closed off on on those aspects, and um, it's the same thing usually when when coaching someone, they want to go into a coaching relationship because they want to evolve, but sometimes certain questions have haven't been asked or yes. they haven't experienced. A true safety in that environment to really be able to explore mm. and to prod and to kind of let go of certain aspects that might actually they they're, they're clinging on to because that's their safety aspect yeah. uh yeah so it's 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 very interesting for sure but that the challenge there is that for that kind of radical change that i went through mm-hmm. that took a long time yeah. it doesn't happen overnight yeah. uh, as, as much as you know it might look like that well, I think you. I think you've been doing a phenomenal, phenomenal job with it, and, and definitely have been uh, uh, sharing a lot of a lot of great nuggets with us today. And I, I definitely Thank appreciate you. I appreciate you being here and sharing this conversation uh, sincerely. So, um, but it it is a, it is a great lesson that all of us, even people like you who are doing amazing things, uh, you know, for you the listener out there, you know, I. I I think Carolyn, you and I can probably both nod our heads and agree when we say it's it is okay if it's taking a minute for you to get through to the answers that you're looking for and it's it's all part of the journey. Uh, yeah, and a minute can last six months. So yeah, yes, yes, it can. <laughs> <laughs> That's the reality sometimes as well, because yeah. things have just got to come together. You may yep. not be in the right mindset yep. at that particular time and you've just got to plant that seed or plant that question and just go to it on a regular basis. Absolutely, absolutely. Gotta be patient with ourselves. So, oh my gosh, Carolyn, I would, I would love to do, an, you know, we could keep talking uh, all afternoon. I just have to we pour a cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I, I want to be respectful of, of your time. But uh, if it's okay with you, I, I, I'd love to, to wrap things up today with just a handful of questions. Uh, if you're okay with a little bit of Please. rapid fire uh, questions that I, I think may be helpful to everyone listening. Um the the first one would be what's what's a recent challenge that you've dealt with or that you had to deal with personally or professionally and and how did you how did you overcome it uh, and work your way through it, big or small? Hmm, having to think about that, big or small challenge. Well, my challenge right now is when my son was in hospital for six weeks, mm-hmm. I uh, had to deal with the uh, with with the aspects within the within within the company that were most important. Yeah. And for somebody that's always wanting to do new things, and um, I had a schedule to to write, and I had a schedule to <laughs> create a course. That was very frustrating, yeah. and um, giving myself permission to focus on on my son, which you know ordinarily you'd think, well, that should be the focus, it and to not develop anxiety from it. It's very yeah. easy to develop anxiety and want to do it all. Uh, that that was 
that would would have been a huge challenge some years ago. Huge challenge. My anxiety levels would have just gone through the roof. Yeah. But uh, this time, I really kind of nailed it. I was able to look at through things optimistically and manage and juggle things uh, as well as could be expected. So people that I was doing business with wouldn't have necessarily noticed uh, what was going on. And uh, I w- I had to settle with the idea and be comfortable with the idea and accept the idea that the new projects that I really wanted to launch in January uh, were going to be bumped by a month, and yeah. I'm I'm comfortable with that. I'm not uh, I'm not disappointed. I'm not angry. I'm not bitter. I, I'm just going, you know, under, understanding that, you know, these things happen, and uh, one has to adjust and be flexible with it at the same time without without being frustrated and angry. Yeah, flexibility is key, and first and foremost, uh, um, your, your son's doing better now, and, and is and is, is he's awesome. And doing awesome. Oh yes, good. he's good. he's he's jumping up and down good. and singing, and uh, yes, <laughs> good, good for him. <laughs> Thanks for us. That that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I, I appreciate you sharing that with us. Yeah, flexibility is is one of those things that uh, I know for me, I, I tend to learn it um, because I have to, <laughs> to survive. So um, I appreciate you sharing that with us. What's what's something that's been working really well for you uh, that's like, wow, this I got to keep doing more of this and that you can share with us? The thing that I'm really loving right now is my podcast. Sorry if I'm probably you know, hijacking your podcast. Oh, no, not at all. I, I, but I, I am loving it. Probably yeah. the same as you. You're having these wonderful conversations with incredible people. Yes. And not saying that I'm incredible or anything, but you know, you're no, I'll say it for you. You are. <laughs> so sweet. And what I'm finding is that it, there's, there's just such a richness in yes. in conversations with, with people that, that you – have that is much more um it's at a higher level than even if you went out to have a coffee with somebody yeah it's dinner party level conversations that it's it's almost like the old school kind of conversations that you would have had with with dinner parties back in back back in the day when dinner when people had time for dinner parties and (laughs) it i just feel that you're able to have these really rich discussions that typically you just aren't able to to have uh, in this fast-moving paced world and the good news is as well is that podcasts are so popular now and for people that want to get their 30 minute or two hour fix whether it's Sam Harris with his two and a half hour podcasts or yeah. if they have a, a two minute podcast for example Dan Pink he'll just have yep. these vlogs or um, v podcasts that are very much very short and concise to mm-hmm. communicate a, uh, a theme and you know people are very hungry to learn now the learner mindset is there so I'm just very excited to be be in that community I'd say that's that's what's working best right now Beautiful. I, I love it. And, and I'll definitely, um, you know, for everybody listening, if you head over to AaronKeithHawkins.com when you're listening to this and just type in uh, Caroline into the search bar, C-A-R-O-L-I-N-E, uh, you'll find a link to this particular podcast and a link to Caroline's podcast so you can check it out because trust me, she does amazing work. Um, Carolyn, thank you for that. And so what's uh, what's next on the horizon for you for the you know, in your immediate future, what are you looking forward to? Uh, finally watching Star Wars. No, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is going to be happening today with all the nice. hospital shenanigans. So we're so excited to see that. Oh, uh, so that's that's happening today. That's that's the that's the short, short term. Nice. Um, 
short term, professionally, I very excited to be starting off with the book. The book has been uh, Emotional Intelligence for Recruiters is a book that I'm very excited and passionate to to be focusing on uh, primarily because it's one of those things that again, if I died tomorrow I've, I'm working on something that I really, really wanted to, to, to work on that I believe will help organizations, CEOs, CTOs, uh, CFOs, and um, human resource specialists understand just how important it is for recruiters to to make a difference and and just seriously impact the ability to to attract and retain uh, talent in the future. Beautiful. I love it. And I can't I can't wait to uh, to see the finished product. And Definitely, if we, if we can if we can commit to it now, I'd love to have you back on the show when the book is done and, and share with us Thank about you. it and about the journey. That would be it'd be an honor to talk to you again on the show, and I'm sure we'll talk again before then. But definitely, would love to to share the book when it's all wrapped up. I'm excited for you, Thank so you. I look forward to that. Um, most important, how can people get a hold of you and and hear more of of your conversations and and be able to engage with the work you're doing? So I can be found on Twitter at O Caroline Stokes, or people can go to LinkedIn where I'm at O Caroline Stokes, or go directly to um, www.carolinestokes.co. Beautiful. And again, everybody listen, I'll make sure I link up to all of that to make it really easy for you to hop on over and find Carolyn. Uh, I appreciate you so much. I got to thank you for for. Not only the work that you're doing, but um, you know, I appreciate the journey that you were willing to take uh, because it, it's it is such an inspirational tale to hear and to watch and to see you have the courage to follow what felt important to you and and to fill a void that's that was definitely there and and not settle because it would have been very easy to just kind of sit back and just do what seemed normal. So. Uh, I uh, I definitely am grateful to meet people like you and have these conversations and, you know, be a little part of what's going on in your world. So thank you so much for sharing your time and your insights and uh, your inspiration to everybody here today. And I can't wait to talk to you again. We appreciate you. Thank you so much, Aaron. It was such a pleasure to be speaking with you and I wish you the very best. Likewise, same to you. And thank you everybody for listening. And Carolyn, we'll talk real soon, okay? Thank you so much. All right, take care. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of Unbreakable Success. Of course, if you haven't already, please make sure you subscribed and you've left a five-star rating and review on the show. If there's anything of value you've gotten from this or any episode, please be sure to pay it forward so others can see what you've been getting from the show and they can get the same results for themselves. Uh, of course, if you want more personalized support, you can hop over to AaronKeithHawkins.com forward slash join free to get your free 30 days of access to Unbreakable Success Academy. And if you'd like to take it even a step further and get personal one-on-one support from me, just go over to AaronKeithHawkins.com forward slash you, Y-O-U, and fill in some quick info. We'll get back to you right away and get you scheduled for some private support to help you elevate the success you're creating in your business and life. I look forward to hearing from you very shortly and definitely can't wait till next time we get together here on Unbreakable Success. Until then, please make sure you take care of yourself, take care of each other, and keep on creating the best life of your life. I'm Aaron Keith Hawkins. I appreciate you and I'll talk to you soon.